Oh, the world is in chaos. The AFL are moving up north. But, gentlemen, for the next 40 minutes, we have got a big, big show because I have not got just one surprise this week. I have got two. It is going to be a big, big show. Of course, down here are in you Victoria. Doing something new with your hair? Like, it looks good, doesn't it? it, it Brill cream type setup. You, no, like, I've had to use hairspray. You're some sort of aviator <laughs> at the moment, dude. <laughs> it looks like it. I've had to use hairspray. Howard Hughes, have he, a look at him look go. Look at him go. I, I, that's a, a very common because you know I like my planes. You're like you're something from the 30s. Well, I had my hat on and right. I was told that it was too sweaty. Oh, you to, look to wear it. A bit skinnier in the 30s, though. No, I guess. It's had a little bit of colour put through it too. I, I have not had colour too. through my hair. This is not the same as the You're beard. pretty happy with your slick back at the moment. It's new for you. When, when you is. try something new, I like it's it. always a bit of a risk. But I, I must admit, I do like it. You've got a good thick head of hair to I'm do that with. I'm actually getting it cut though today before I have my media commitments oh. on the weekend because it Wait. takes too long to do. I've got a blow dry and it takes 40 minutes and I'm a sweaty man. I'm a big muscly man. So... I sweat a bit. Did I just hear the word blow dry? Do you blow dry your you hair? Ha- well, when your hair's this long, you have to blow dry. Yeah. Right. I heard the word media commitments as well. <laughs> I'm surprised you've got media commitments left because I hear that you, and we're not going to mention who, but nope. you might have been banned from a network in Melbourne. Uh, your second network you've been banned from that's, because you're tweeting. I haven't been banned. I'm having some time away. Just you ever heard someone being suspended? He's, he's suspended for two weeks from appearing no, on a radio because program. Because he has upset a big name. And upset a very big he's name. He's upset a big name in football and you've been suspended uh, I have, from a radio I'm station. I'm having a couple of weeks off just to think about my actions. Which is, <laughs> Why you know, are you tweeting about people in the football industry when you are in the industry? Well, because I thought that I had a you working think relationship. You think you're or something, I thought I had a working relationship with this man and what I said was rather benign, but unfortunately, you know, sometimes you just strike a sore point. But, and I'm in a bit of trouble, but that's all right. I'm who having, was it, Matt? Do you two, know who it was? Two weeks oh, off. He's a former AFL club captain, that's all yes, I'll say. Yes, and he played for a club in Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah. That's my second Melbourne, radio. the key word. So now I'm banned from the two radio stations right. in Melbourne that talk about sport, which I'm going all right. But uh, hey, how's the first week of isolation been for you? Of course, in Melbourne, we're back on lockdown, stage three. We can't go to the pub, we can't go to the park. It's tough when you've got a four-year-old uh, baby and a two-year-old in the house, mm. I'll give you the tip. It's harder for you. Nathan's got four kids. Oh, four kids. How are you going? I've decided to not be as hands-on this time. I, I felt like I got frustrated last time, but uh, a lot of runs in the park, a lot of bike rides, all that sort of stuff, but um, it'll be okay. Now, we'll homeschooling right. as well. Now, I do fear for your kids at the tail end of a second bout of homeschooling. Mm. A few subjects not your strong point? Uh, there's a lot of subjects not my strong point, and I think my wife, Christina, she's going to take over most of it. Have you noticed how much you drink? In isolation, like you get to the end of the day, you put the kids to bed, and it's yeah. almost like a bottle of wine every night. Well, you need it. Yeah, you do. I just had a nice uh, delivery from Lion this morning, about eight slabs. Did I reckon, you, I, and I'll get through all. Any of those. danger of sharing some to you in six y- weeks? They'll colleagues? be all gone. Hey, uh, I'm not going to announce a sponsor. I've got some news on that. Of course, Happy as Quacker, the uh, our, our friends from last week, but. A big week in footy, of course. Not only are they moving north, which, you know, an incredible job at the AFL, but the state of the game has been brought into question again. Last week, there was a few particular bad games. Thankfully, at the end of the round, there was a good game that the Blues were in, which sort of saved a bit of face. But KB had a, uh, a, a wild suggestion. And I KB comes up, he's a pretty negative guy at the time, as, mm. as a lot of these older guys do that played at, at yesteryear. But he's come up with a suggestion that we completely overhaul the interchange system and yeah. keep it to perhaps only injured players or, you know, 10 interchanges a game, which would then slow players will not have the stamina to be running back and forth the whole game. So like in the 80s and 90s where players basically didn't get on. So you're going to have two players sitting on the bench for all game and probably make, what, 10% of game time? I I don't know if it'll work because I think 
potentially if the players get fatigued and they can't come off the ground, then you might get the situation where the flood comes back. Remember yep. the Rocket Eat flood yeah. back in the mid-90s? But one thing I will say about KB, let's give it a go. Before yeah. we make any radical changes to the game, let's just wind back some of the things. Do we that need we... to give it a go, though, Matthew? I think so. I think we it do. It seems like everything. I love KB. I love listening Why to him. Why don't we see if it works? I still love listening to him. But it seems like everything he comes up with is a negative part but, of the game. But why wouldn't you just give it a try? Before you radical make a radical change like taking players from the ground 16 so aside. any suggestion that comes up, just give it a try. But it's, all, but it's worked in the past. Why don't you go back and see if it works again? It worked in the 90s when you didn't have any interchange, so let's see if it works. Well, I don't agree with it because I think the game is high-paced and what are you going to do with the players that sit on the bench for 90% of game time? What, what do you do with them? They're well, they just, used to do. Uh, just nothing, do they? Because there's no, there's no reserves football at the moment, so what do we do with these guys? But there will be next year. So why don't you just trial it? Anyway? Okay, I'll tell you what you need to do. I said, you cannot kick backwards anywhere apart from the forward 50. If so you're outside on? in the defence, if you're in the midfield, the back line, it's play on. You kick backwards, it is play on. Do you? And you need to have it 20 metres. These short kicks that are getting paid 10 metres hold the game up. You need I, to kick it 20 metres or it's play on. Don't kick it backwards, play on. I don't mind the 20 metres, but there's not many backwards kicks in a game anyway. And does that the fix... data on backwards kicks is not huge. Did, Did you watch Hawthorne kicks... last week? No, I didn't. Does that yeah. fix the problem that the Maybe game's faced? That's the flat. I mean, the issue is, let's be honest, that by the time sides of taking... We're not getting any ball into the forward 50 without pretty much every single player being there. So does eliminating the backwards kick stop that? I believe it does. And I just think everybody's being far too negative about a game that eventually evolves and changes. I mean, three years ago, we were talking it up, how big scoring was, and the game has changed. Two years before that, we're talking about flooding and the game was tight. It finds a way to evolve. And right now, we're in a pandemic where life isn't normal. Um, and I just think we need to give it some breathing I, space. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind. Don't make a radical change this year because this year, obviously, yeah, we've got is- enough on. One year we're never going to see again. But, um, yeah, I don't we know. Hey, Alistair Clarkson somehow managed to just completely change a rule with one sentence. Mm. Now, h- how are you guys finding what's happening? Are you, are you happy that they're holding the ball? H- have they overcorrected? Because right now it's fast. They've overcorrected. And uh, as a kid, I, you were always taught to get after the ball, get in after the footy and win the footy. And Australian rules football... That is the name of the game. Get in, win the footy, and the, the player who wins the footy should be protected. So you don't want to make it a game where it's actually advantageous for people who yep. don't want to get the ball. You saw the Geelong-Brisbane game the other night. Time and time again, players with the ball in between them electing not to bend down and pick it up mm. rather than don't they were that. waiting to see what was going to yeah. happen. So we don't want the game to get to that. Um, so they've overcorrected. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Now that man, Alistair Clarkson, a former player of his, has called for his who? resignation. Jordan Lewis. Did he actually say that? Jordan, well, he said if, if Clarko has not got the energy to go through another rebuild, so he's suggesting Hawthorne are due a, a complete clean-up, build from the ground up. If he hasn't got the energy, Hawthorne should move him on and appoint Sam Mitchell. Gee, it'd be a big call. You're, yeah. giving, you're giving up a coach, a proven coach, four premierships, knows how to get a team up and about. I'd be very, very careful getting rid of Alastair Clarkson. I mean, I think they're grooming Sam Mitchell to potentially take over, mm. but you actually you don't know if Sam can actually But he's regenerated the, play, the, the way Hawthorne play over many years. They obviously won the first one in 2008. Do you think he can in, do it again? Um, I don't think their personnel at the moment no. at that footy club can help him mm. do that. I mean, you look in the back end last week, he had six players, 190 and above, like mm. Ben Stratton, McAvoy was back there, Sicily, Hardwick was back there, who's probably a bit shorter than that, um, Frawley. 
and a lot of these guys can't Frost. kick. And Frost. Sicily's the only one who can kick it. Now, they're still playing a game plan where they've got Birchall, Guerra, these guys off the half-back flank who can really kick the footy. Yeah. Right now, they don't have those players. So I think Ellis Clarkson needs to make adjustments to that area. Their midfield, I think, is pretty handy. They've got an ageing forward 50 in Gunston, Bruce and Priopolo. But if anyone can do it, I, I, I couldn't doubt Alistair Clarkson can do I, it, I, but can he do it with the current list he has? No, he needs to change it. And this, they've got a lot of 30-year-olds, more than any other club. I think it's as simple as you get him in front of the board and they ask him, Alistair, we're, we're going into a rebuild mode. We've got a lot of players over the age of 30. Have you got the energy? Can you do it? And if he says yes, then he's the man for the job. Jack Martin, he's absolutely flying. He, he is. He's all Australian at this point. Recruited the year. I can't understand why Stephen Silvani left Carlton and he was basically pushed out the door. He was pushed out yep. the door. He, he, he wasn't is, happy about he it He's got Jack, St- uh, Jack Martin for nothing and then he departed the club sauce. So I can't work that out. That is the biggest steal ever getting Jack and Martin. And he's only going to get better and better. And what he's doing, along with Gibbons, along with Setterfield, these younger guys, Kennedy, is allowing Carlton to win games without Paddy Cripps being dominant. Imagine when Paddy Cripps gets back. He's, I don't think his body's right at the moment. Imagine when he starts playing good footy. Carlton... They're coming. I reckon they're going really well. Who who said Jack Martin was the best young player he'd ever seen? Was it Malcolm Blight? I think it might have been Malcolm Blight when he was one of the directors at the Gold Coast Suns said that Jack Martin was the best young player he'd seen talent-wise. Good so hands, marks it above his head, shows kicks goals. You, shows you how good he is. Hey, away from the footy. There's been, uh, of course, we've, you know, we've, there's, we're, we're always very well. A few so of us. I, this, I saw this, Nathan. You'll love this. And you called. <laughs> you actually called him the aviator before <laughs> Howard Hughes. Well, he actually thinks he is an aviator. I was looking at his uh, Instagram over the weekend, and he's posted a picture of a Boeing seven four seven. Right, <laughs> look at that. And he's basically saying, you know, goodbye, our, our uh, what are you calling it? I say, we farewell the most beautiful queen of the skies. Hopefully we discover a boatload of new oil somewhere, drive the price right down, and you can grace our skies once more. What are you it's doing? Until then, friend, goodbye. What's, well, it is. Because it's said, so, well, the Qantas had retired its last 747 this week. Oh, they're not flying again? No, they're not flying. I mean, they were going to wrap it up in November, but because of what's happening in the world. And unfortunately, I had tickets booked I paid so. Oh, earlier. you wanted to fly on the last well, seven four seven. Yeah, they were. They were meant to do it from Melbourne. Everybody so. has strange fetishes <laughs> and strange loves. This man loves aeroplanes. I remember I hadn't been at Sports Bet long, yeah. um, and I was still trying to pretend that I was interested in anything he said. <laughs> but he was talking about this. These planes were going to fly over at, I think it was one thirty in the afternoon. It was at the Grand Prix. So he yeah. got me and Wally. Uh, Wally obviously does is the cricket skipper around here at Sportsbet to go up to the top level here at 367 yeah, Collins Street. And have a look at it. To watch the plane go past. Are you, are you, and he built it up that much. He built it up that much. <laughs> we're up there and this plane went past and that was it. That was it. Nothing else happened. Yeah, I was fun. expecting it to you know, fire some cannons or something. You know it, it did nothing. He's one of them people that goes out to Tullamarine and parks at the end yeah, of the runway. Absolutely. Gets a picnic rug out yep, puts on it on. <laughs> doesn't take his girlfriend out there. No. He does it on his own. No, we do. We park it there. You take it. You uh, open up. I've got a Rav so Four. Open do up you the back. Do, do you take your girlfriend out there? Yep. I, so I she loves it as well. Not to do that anymore. No, she because I've got her hooked on. Okay, she's so going to leave you. If the seven four seven's gone, <laughs> she's going to leave you. She's just pretending that that sort of stuff interests her. If the seven four seven's gone. What what's your next favourite plane? The Dreamliner, the A three eight. I don't mind the Dreamliner. I've, I've flown it a couple of times. I've done the the London Perth leg nonstop, which is twenty one hours and one hook, which I don't mind. The A three eight is a horrible plane. That goes. What about the little Fockers? 
Yeah, they're not. But, well, you can Matthew, you fly them down to Tassie. Beat that out. <laughs> you fly them down no, to Tassie. Peter Andre used to sing about the 747. Did you used to love that song? I don't know. I, don't, I can't recall it. I wasn't <laughs> I, a Peter Andre I, fan. But just, no, we do. We do. It was an engineering feat. It right. was the. It's the most remarkable uh, piece of machine that we, we'll You're ever a weird see. Human. Uh, and we say goodbye. Right. Hey, but 2020. It's been. It's been a horrible year so far. But I've got some news that is going to cheer every single man and woman up. What do you got? KFC's hot and spicy is back. I do like it. It is back. It I don't is understand where it goes. Why it, does it go it anywhere? It doesn't make any sense. It, it sells so well every time you go through. Sometimes you've got to wait 15 minutes. You, you can go still through get it's a, a 15 a minute zinger. wait. It's well, you can order a zinger spicy. fillet, but it's not the right. It's yeah. not, you know you get hot and spicy chicken. It is back, but they get rid of it. And I every time they bring it back, it reminds me, and I email KFC. Now, I would have emailed KFC <laughs> 45 <laughs> times. You email them. And go, why do you take it away? Do you address it to dear Colonel? No, to whom? my concern the only answer they ever give me is it's at the marketing team's discretion now I'm not I'm not a marketer myself but if you have got a product that sells so bloody well that it sells out every time you bring it back why not have it on all year well, I think KFC should come to Sportsbet because clearly our marketing department and our marketing team who put together all our stuff yep. are the best in the country I've got no shame in saying that they are the best in the country KFC need to employ or part time employ because we need them our, our marketing department they need to bring this sort of stuff I'll, back I'll employ me. I just want to work in the kitchen my I just favorite, eat my do they still do the 11 herbs and spices are they still secret yeah, yeah they are no. yeah. Well, like yeah. my favourite part of this paprika. is that he emailed KFC yeah, and attention, Colonel. I also emailed Doritos because I'm sorry to go on a rant, but I'm going to. This is my only platform. You're going to turn into one of these crazy old men there that is, police storm your compound out in the woods somewhere. There is a Mountain Dew flavoured Dorito. There is a wasabi flavoured Dorito. Yet we cannot get Doritos burn in Australia. What? I, I don't understand it. The every, hot ones, across, yeah, the hot yeah, you're ones, right. Across yeah. the world, yeah. it is their number one seller, yet they only bring it, we get it for two weeks every two years. Well, there's a reason why. Oh, well, and again, I, well, that, I email and I Instagram Doritos probably at least once a month. I'll, go, I'll show you my Instagram. They never apply or give me an answer. You're a strange man. Hey, um, Brownie, just before we get to what's doing Richo's head in. <laughs> I just, there's nothing wrong with this having to do with footy, by the way. I don't know. Um, your stock tip, because one of them is... They're I flying. hate to say it, it's flying. I got on TTM, the other one. TTM, 7.4 cents. It got up to 13. It's at 11.5 now, so still well over 40% up. What was last we week's it. one? BCC? The last, the, the last week's one was BCM, I think, and that hasn't changed. It's still around $1.85. Right. Richo, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my f***ing head in. <laughs> you like that, don't you? I do. <laughs> They're only ever stinger we've ever had made. I like yeah, it. Jacket a lot. Hang on. I do. It's got a holes in it. I've, mate, I'm struggling. I've been. I've taken a big pay cut well, over this whole COVID. Why have you taken a pay cut? Oh, over look. That? Anyway, I'll tell you what's doing my head in. Right. The it's having a Uniqlo. The exaggeration Uniqlo and the sensation. They did. Yeah. I've got <laughs> no that, sponsors after that anymore. Great acting performance. Oh no. Now the, the, I'll you tell you what. Another thing. This is Novak Djokovic. We've got Matthew Richardson. Adam Scott. Who are we going to take? I think we're going to have to get rid of the guy from Tasmania. I've got. I got one free jacket out of him. Anyway, uh, what's doing my head in this week, boys, is in the footy media, there's so many of us now. There's more people covering football than there is players, which is absolutely ridiculous, isn't there? Yep. More accredited journalists. So what it's created, Nathan, is this industry that exaggerates everything and sensationalises everything. And I'll give you Isaac um, Rankin's debut on the weekend. Now, it was a good debut, wasn't it? Three good goals. Did You you liked them? Yep. Three good goals, 12 touches. That's a good debut. But it wasn't the greatest debut in the history of the game, like I heard some people talking about. Do you agree yeah, with that? Yep. 
It's John Jordiades' first game for Hawthorne. So I just thought I'd quickly have a look at some great debuts. Now, Rankin, 12 uh, possessions, eight contested, three goals. You might remember this guy, Nathan. Jason Tutt from the Western Bulldogs, right? Tutty. Kicked four in his first game, Four in his first game, 26 disposals, right? Andrew Walker, as a 17-year-old, had 26 disposals, nine marks. Remember big Scotty Cummings? Yep. Yeah. Scotty Cummings, 10 kicks, eight marks, eight goals in his first game. Adrian McAdam, we've talked about him before. He had three goals in seven games. Yep, he had 10 kicks and seven goals in his first game. Ryan Fitzgerald, big Fitzy, he kicked five in his first game, right? Uh, John Coleman, way back, Ooh. kicked 12 in his first game. Did he? That's yep. a big game. <laughs> Toby Green That's had 27, game. five clearances. So, Mark McGough. Mark McGough. And Zach Davis. So please, in this industry, we've just got to stop <laughs> exaggerating everything. One of the greatest of all time was Dean Polo. Dean Polo, 27 and three goals. Why didn't you read him out? Because I just didn't think I'd mention him again. <laughs> it does my head in. Rankin was good, but come on, oh. it wasn't the greatest to boo of all, all time. All right, up next, I've got the first of two big, big specials. A room with Dean Polo on a footy trip. Now, gentlemen... I teased at the top of the show that I had two very, very big specials. Now, for our loyal listeners, one of them you'll definitely be able to guess because it's the follow-on from last week. But at the start of the year, after the success of the cheapest sponsorship in sport that we had last year, of course, we had Hugo Wines. We love Hugo Wines. We thank them for their support. If they are listening, a couple of uh, bottles of Grenache coming our way wouldn't be the worst thing. But we set out at the start of the year that we wanted to target a sponsor. We wanted wanted to target a golf sponsor. We wanted to target the number one golf company in the world. We wanted to target a company that had beautiful crossover with our fans and get them on board. Now, of course, the only company that that is, is TaylorMade. Now, I went on a spree trying to get TaylorMade on board. Here's just a a recap of what I've done so far. I sent them on Instagram eight inbox messages, all of which were seen and ignored. (laughs) I tagged TaylorMade Australia in about 15 of my Instagram posts every time I play golf. No response. No response. I bought a TaylorMade head cover because I couldn't afford the whole the, the clubs, put them on a $69 top flight three wood that I had and tried to pass it off as a uh, as a three wood from TaylorMade, tagged them in that Instagram post. Then I went, I emailed the head of marketing at Callaway and blasted them and said that they are an inferior product to TaylorMade and we would only be a TaylorMade sponsored podcast. And gentlemen, today I can announce officially that TaylorMade are on board as our sponsor. Yes. And to help introduce us and announce and make this official, because we are all getting clubs, we're getting bags, hats, balls, we are getting kitted out in TaylorMade. I have Aaron O'Meara, the General Manager of Product and Marketing at TaylorMade. As Gentlemen, how are we going? Good, oh, thanks, Az. A lot better having you on board. Now, now Aaron, do you need to send out um, some sort of uh, tracking device to keep Hummer away from you after all this stuff? Because it got revealed not that long ago on this show that he's also been emailing uh, KFC about the fact that uh, they, they, they don't have hot and spicy chicken enough. Well, look, I'll be honest. I was hoping that the lockdown laws were going to come into place and I wouldn't have to call the police, but I've installed a sensor light outside the front door just in case. Um, But I have noticed a couple of golf balls going missing from my uh, spare bag in the garage. So I think I now know who the culprit is. So, Aaron, what was the the clincher? Why did you finally relent and uh, reply to Hummer and uh, come on board? Mate, it's just that point where, you know, every day you come into work and outside our office, we walk past 
the elite athletes we sponsor, like your, your Jason Days, your Tiger Woods, your Dustin Johnsons, your Ricky Fowler, <laughs> your Matt Wolf. You know, we even talk about we have, you know, number one woman in the world, SH Park, and Sarah Brooks, these up and coming athletes over on the US tour. And I thought, you know what? I've actually done a disservice to the poor guy. And, you know, there's one person missing from that wall, <laughs> and that's Hummer. So it's, uh, I thought, you know what? I can't walk past that wall every day with all those athletes looking at me and a few of them looking a bit sad. And there's a little gap on the far right hand side where I could see Hummer. <laughs> fitting in perfectly right next to Matthew Wolf. So I thought, you know what? It's uh he's, he's done his done his dues and he hasn't won on tour yet or I haven't seen him hit a ball yet, but I'm uh sometimes you just gotta put your faith in people. So Aaron, can I actually confirm because Hummer, you know, he, he can tell a tall story. Can we confirm on here today that Hummer is actually going to get a set of Taylor made clubs? Uh oh um Oh no! Uh, <laughs> As don't do this to me. Now I now I feel awkward. I actually have put together um, a cap from last year and a two ball sample pack from a golf ball that we no longer sell. And I thought that would be that would be enough. So you know, I thought he seems that dedicated that that would kind of get him you know across the line. But now I feel kind of like a, a, no. a, I, feel, I feel a bit cheap. We have got a very big well, – the reason I'm going, because, you know, we call it the cheapest sponsorship in sport. We're getting yeah. 80,000 listens uh, a month. We're, we're flying. So I thought it'd be, it would be perfect. But as – so after all this, we're getting some balls and a hat. Mate, I'm, look, I'm happy to make it like – Six balls, so I know because you know two probably doesn't last you a round or a hole. So I want to make sure. Now I feel. Look, I will tell you what. Let me let me rummage through the back cabinet. You know we have a few things that fall off the forklift every now and then that got a bit of scratch and ding. And let me uh, let me see what I can put together. What about me and but Brownie? Sure we, what about pardon? me and Brownie, Aaron? Can we oh, well, you guys obviously have got cred. You know your former AFL players. <laughs> oh, no. media. Boys, if you want to come in today, um, I've actually got we've actually got some irons that we're about to release in about six weeks that we haven't shown anyone. Um, you might see Rory McIlroy play them this weekend at the Memorial. If you boys want to come in today, I'm happy to kit you out and um, we'll just put some stickers over the label so no one can see what they are. The or you can take home a set of Tiger Woods designs. Oh, we know we're in lockdown, but we'll, we'll be there in 12 minutes. We'll be there uh, by about one o'clock. <laughs> I can't believe that, mate. Hey, my, my last question: Can I put that I'm a TaylorMade ambassador in my Instagram bio? You can, but we prefer the uh, the hashtag Team TaylorMade. Team well, TaylorMade. Joined Tiger well, and Jason and Rory and Ricky. As we are very thrilled to be Thanks, on board, mate. and I'll take the balls. The boys will take their clubs. We are thrilled. <laughs> Great to have you on board. We're gonna have a big year. Thanks, Aaron. No, mate, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure to be part of it. Who do you follow in the footy, Aaron? Mate, so I'm a, I'm a bit of a dual supporter. So I grew up an Essendon supporter and I worked for the D's for a while, so I support Ooh, both of them. So beautiful. it's been a few up and down years in my uh, football following career. That is. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, pleasure. Thanks, guys. Ooh. Trumpet award time, gentlemen. And if you're watching on, uh, on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram, you'll see a beautiful new graphic that I've just worked you've, tirelessly to get up after Richo. Of, you've come of age, hum. Yeah, you really well, have. Look, I've had when a you're getting suspended from other networks <laughs> and not being able to do your job, you try it's and got pick a bit up the other areas. So I'm going to recap before we get into the bets. Matt Rowley's the Have you spoken to best. Gary? I haven't spoken to Gary. I sent him an email. He wouldn't... Uh, well, they wouldn't give me his number. Well, you've, oh, so you're saying who it is. Oh, oh, we oh supposed to sorry. Do that. Oh, well. Gary Dempsey. <laughs> they can't ban me again. Hey, Matt, Matt 
Rahal is on eight votes. Kane Lambert on six. Charlie Dixon on six. Toby Green on four. And Lockie Neal on three. That leads the best. Leading the worst on the Adelaide Crows on six votes. Still side bottom on six votes. The Bulldogs on three. Dan Andrews In on fairness, three. still side bottom will stay on six votes for the rest of the year. And I can't see still getting more votes. You know, it's funny seeing Dan Andrews on that list. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, take us on. All right, I'm going to do the best ons first. One vote, Eddie Betts. How good is Eddie going? Oh, Four mate. goals. Yeah. They, they thought he was done. Adelaide, happy to get him out of that football club. Eddie Betts, one vote. I thought we always talk about, um, for two votes, Alistair Clarkson's masterclasses. Yeah. Now, I thought the masterclass Nathan Buckley put on against Hawthorne, the fact that they are the number one side for going around the boundary, Collingwood, all of a sudden, first quarter the other night, everything was through the middle. Yep. It was a masterstroke, brought Stevenson up the ground to get him into it, Jamie Elliott up the ground. I that thought was, that was the best Buckley's coached. Five goals to one at quarter time. How good Game was, was Elliott? Over. Elliott looked good in the middle, didn't he? Mm. And three votes to Tommy Hawkins. His last two weeks he's put together has been extraordinary. Well done to big Tom Hawkins. It looks a lot like... Uh, Brooks Hatchwell. Have you ever noticed that? He does too. They look a lot like. Which yeah. runs? We, we might, might do Brooks a split. Maybe she was on Neighbours. We might He's do a split oh, screen. And then she did that call, the Call Girl show. Yeah. Diaries of a Call Girl. We'll do a split screen next yeah. week. Hawkins and Brooks He's Hatchwell. He's Tommy Hawkins. Uh, I gave one to Tim Kelly. Uh, the Eagles' Tim Kelly. He finally got up and going, I reckon. He settled into the Eagles. Now, back in Perth this week for the derby. It looks like he's ready to explode, Tim Kelly. Uh, a man that a lot of people were writing off. A couple of weeks ago, David Zaharakis was awesome the other night. Ten coaches' Ooh. votes, three goals in, in his new... In fairness, people might have been writing him off because he hadn't touched the footy all year. No, no, they, but they didn't understand his role, Nathan. If you were an analyst, you would have understood his role. What, what, explain his role to me too. He's playing to more of a negative it. type forward role, okay. tackling and, and oh, pressure yeah, He literally wasn't role. touching. <laughs> he had did, three... Did not touch in the agate <laughs> coming with that role, did he? No, you still got to touch it occasionally. <laughs> so Zaka, he got I my... I love Zaka, though. He's a good man. He got my two. And you, I gave three to a Cats player as well, but I thought it was all started by danger. Back to his best in the middle. Mm. Contested possessions at the SCG against the Lions. So I gave danger three. All right, I gave one vote. These are the worst ons. Yep. The worst ons. One vote to St Kilda to be seven goals up and your season is flying. You are absolutely flying. And then they got shut down. Their pace got shut down. And all of a sudden, they went nowhere. Did the same thing against Collingwood, Didn't and they gave up B. a five-goal lead in round one against the Kangaroos. So they might look back at that come finals time, whatever that may be. Were Saints fans getting grand final tickets at quarter time? I reckon they could have been. <laughs> I reckon they could have been. Two votes to the Hawthorne defensive unit. We've already discussed them. So the Hawthorne back line, um, I thought they were too top-heavy. Uh, it's probably not... Hawthorne's fault. It's probably the coach's fault. So maybe I should have put Alistair in there. But Hawthorne as a defensive unit, they couldn't get there's, the job there's done. There's a lot of Melbourne in that defensive. Like they've still got the Melbourne in them. Now Hawthorne normally need to beat the Melbourne out of them when they come across. And three that. votes. <laughs> uh, and it hurts me to say this because I oh. do it to make you better. I go three votes to you. Oh, me. This is the second network and the second sponsor you've been banned from. You've been suspended because you put out stupid <laughs> tweets. Now you're part of this show, so you can, can I, get three votes. Oh. And Hummer, That's rough. I've given you three. Can I, Hum, when you put these tweets out, like you're Boeing 747. Can we, can we stop saying tweets as if it's... I've sent one tweet that's got me in trouble. But, but you deleted it and you had to write an apology but and you've got, been suspended. I've got a sneaking suspicion that you may be a few reds in when you start sending these tweets around. No, in fact, the, the tweet in question was not at all. It was right. six o'clock on a Sunday. Right on. I was just a frustrated Hawthorne right. supporter. Okay, I gave one vote the to Damien Hardwick because he got it he got it wrong after the game. He was frustrated because it was the worst game in history on uh, Sunday afternoon, 
And he had a bit of a crack at the opposition coach for his tactics. It, it never works. It no. comes back to bite you. So Dimmer gave one vote to Dimmer. Two, I don't so know. Is, do you reckon that'll get back to Dimmer that you've given him what? He listens. Worst, no, he Dimmer. listens. He knew about Dimmer the long sleeve. He knew about the long sleeve. He did. So I'm a bit worried about that now. And you've never been super tight with Dimmer, let's be honest. <laughs> no, I make out I am, but it didn't. <laughs> Dimmer doesn't want to know he basically me. basically ended your career when he came in. He did. I'd tell everyone that I retired, but he was not with me. I gave two, and I don't know who this person's name is, so I'm just going to give two votes to the Fox footy producer on Monday night on the couch. They clipped up a segment, and this is based oh, around Dimmer. I saw Dimmer. this. They clipped up a segment where they were showing the Richmond loose man in defence and the Sydney loose man in yep. defence. And Callum Mills was the loose man in defence for Sydney. And the loose man in defence for Richmond, they clipped up and had a graphic as Ryan Garthwaite, okay? And they were showing how Garthwaite and Mills were the loose men at either end. How many times did they say the word Garthwaite? They, they said Garthwaite at least three times and they had a graphic for Ryan Garthwaite. He didn't play Ryan Garthwaite. <laughs> oh, no. In fact, I've checked it out with the hub. He wasn't even at the Gabba, okay? Ryan Garthwaite wasn't even at the Gabba. But... You can't be doing I, I feel a bit bad doing this because he's a great man, but the man who had to deliver the message was Jonathan Brown. You've on given the votes oh. to Big J Brown. Now, you should at least check what you're talking about before you do it, so I've given Brownie through. We all, ah, we've all made Richard. mistakes. <laughs> all right, next up, we are going to name... You do a good Jonathan Brown impersonation. Can hey? you do one? Cool, no, can you? No, do no. it. No, oh. no, no, no. I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. <laughs> All right. Big, big, Garthwaite uh, wasn't even at the Gabba. Big moment for you, Richo, yep. because next up we're naming and we're finishing the long sleeve team of the century. Mm. All good things must come to an end, Richo. The long sleeve team of the century started in the full back line. We went to the half back line, down the ground. You didn't include any space on the graphic for the rucks and the interchange. <laughs> But we're naming the interchange, and then that is it. The side will be final. And you're going to. I did during the week when he sent through who he was going to have this week. Um, and I sillily said to him, Isn't what that. What word was that? Sillily. <laughs> sillily. <laughs> isn't that bloke already in the team? Now, I should have thought, No, I won't say that. I'd let him present this guy, and then we could pile into him that he's got him twice in the team. But. but but For you some didn't. reason, I was a nice guy, and I'll let you know that you've made a mistake. But you didn't, mate. Mm. So it doesn't work. Are you going to read the whole team? Yeah, I'm going to read it out bench? very quickly. From yep. the back line, it started off under very controversial circumstances. Damien Hardwick, Stephen Silvani, and Brad Hardy. Dimmer confirmed, though. Kate, true. Kate Simpson, Paul Ruse, Mark Bays. Across the wings, Adam Uze, Craig Lambert in the guts, Daniel Wells on the other wing. Daryl White, James Hurd, Andrew Jarman. And the full forward line was Gary Dempsey, Michael Tuck, James Bartell. I'm oh, concerned about James Hurd being at centre half forward. Oh, the Ruck, sorry. Hurd, he played centre half forward. Mm. He did. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So the interchange bench, yep. and there were so many nominations. And I just, at one that I left out and I feel bad about it's the late, great Trevor Barker. We, I yeah. should have had him in the team somewhere, but I didn't. So the late, great Trevor Barker. But on the bench, I don't think you can argue with this, from Essendon, Blake Carousella. Yep. Yeah, good. And, he uh, he always used to wear the three-quarter sleevers, didn't he? He did. He Was did. it an actual three-quarter sleeve or he just rolled it up? Uh, I, think I reckon he rolled a lot of up. guys also went to the tailor and got them got cut. Them yes. So when I played, That's the, the long socks. I used to cut the sock in the middle and then take it to the tailor and get the AFL one put they back on. They did that with so the jumper, yeah. They were little socks. Okay. Uh, smart. <laughs> a man that played a lot of footy at Carlton, the great Skinny Lappin. You can't oh, argue yep. with Skinny. Good. Um, 
another man uh, who seem to be losing your way a bit yeah. because I had Aaron Uze, Adam Uze written there. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Uze. Oh Jesus, what's that He's been lost doing? <laughs> so well. Trevor Barker, Blake Carousella, Skinny Lappin, and the last spot on the bench goes to Make from North up. Melbourne. Oh. Fridge Roberts. Oh, the Oi, fridge. Fridge. Oh, well done, Richo. Hey, and look, a very well-run segment. Thank you to everyone that uh, sent their nominations. <laughs> got roll in Aaron Uze twice. Aaron Uze. <laughs> a few hiccups. Can not, you put that up on Insta the whole team? We will put the whole Eli team Uze on there. And I'll tell you what we'll do, Richo. his foot to the ball all the time. He used to kick he the did. ball a lot. We'll, and we'll make some amendments to your graphic and just make it a bit more okay. correct. Thank you. All right, big, big round of footy, boys. Of course, the last one before they all ship up north to Queensland. Round seven, kicking off tonight, and this is an absolute cracker. Now, just a little side note. This is the first time in about 30 years of footy brownie that a punter, a fan, a footy fan, can sit down and watch every single second of footy live no without overlap. them crossing over. And there'll be got plenty footy. of people do that we've because that footy. is a great weekend. Isn't it? Racing on Saturday, though, it's a bit of yep. an issue. If you're yep. a punter and you want to race on Saturday, you need the two screens set up. Or... Yep. Uh, obviously, having KO. Um, oh, it's a master stroke. Can you, you can't get race- racy on KO. Okay, but you can have the TV on KO. You don't need to miss a minute. Geelong, Collingwood, what I will tell you tonight, Matthew, mm. it's a 50 50 toss of the coin job this game. Right now, I'm looking at the Bureau of Meteorology app, and they're expecting 5, 10, maybe even 15 yeah. mils of rain, 30 to 40 kilometre hour winds tonight. It's already been low scoring this year. The total points line is only 100. Now, if it does rain, I think total points that is under low. in that this is game. That is very low, though. It is. It is low. 100 points. Uh, but it is going to rain over there, and it's going to rain over there tomorrow. So it's going to be wet, and I, I just think Collingwood look a bit tall with Mason Cox in the team. Don't be surprised if there's a laid out. And if it is wet, I think it suits Geelong's big, uh, experienced midfielders, Selwood, Dangerfield. Uh, I think they'll Menegola's be... is playing well. Menegola's is playing well. If Ablett goes through there, they've just got experience in the midfield, uh, contested footy. So, so you're going to lay it out? I just feel that if it's really wet... Uh, <laughs> the market's hardly shifted on that one. Collingwood $2.00. Uh, Geelong two dollars, Collingwood a dollar eighty. The game that I'm really looking forward to because I'm going to have the smoker going on Saturday. I'm going to have the the ribs in there at seven o'clock. They're going to come out at one thirty, just in time for this game. GWS a dollar seventy four. The Lions two dollars ten. I'm going for the Giants because it is in Sydney and Brisbane just haven't proved themselves away from the Gabba for me. So I'm going for the Giants there. Same reason, home ground advantage. But the only thing I worry about the Giants at the moment is thirty three inside fifties last week. 30 the week before. It's unsustainable. They need to be able to get more inside 50s. Then on Saturday night, I think, or Sunday, the Derby. Yeah, West Coast for me. Easy. 1-39. Um, I think it's a pretty good play. 1-39 for West Coast. Starting to get their engine room going at the moment. I like what Fremantle are doing. I think it'll be close because they haven't been belted this year at Fremantle. The four losses, I think it was yeah. three goals or less in all their losses. They've won their last two. So 1-39 West Coast. They did well to recover in the hub, didn't they? They looked ordinary early and then uh, had a couple of good wins. Yeah, West Coast are getting going. When McGovern's playing well and you've got a player like Tim Kelly coming in, played his best game last week. But McGovern's like... We love a barometer here, Nate, don't we? And I think McGovern, when he's up and about, they're hard to beat. Now, I know you love old rope. Money for old rope. I'm going to give you money for old rope this weekend. Gold Coast are the best bet of the weekend. Sydney They play Sydney. No Heaney. No Kennedy. As we know, Buddy's already out. No Reid. Nah. So, for me, Gold Coast with Isaac Rankin, I reckon that just gives them some inspiration. The fact they lost Matty Rowell, all of a sudden this other young star comes in. Excited football. For me, Gold Coast, best bet of the round. Hey, boys, next up, an old segment returns. 
really nailing your segues today, huh, mate? Yeah, I like it. You're on. I've been working on it. He's I've got been. a new haircut. Well, I've got, I've got a bit more time on my hands now that I've uh, been stripped of my media commitments. Hey, 18 versus 18. Oh, yeah. A great, I like this. A like, great I like little it. segment, this one. I'm going to kick things off with the brothers. 18 Ben Kings versus 18 Max Kings. Well, this is interesting, Nate, because Max was always the higher-rated one, wasn't he? Yeah. He was the He was the big number one pick, and Ben was like – he wasn't the steak knives, but he wasn't as good, right? Which one did their knee? Max right. did his knee. But I'm, I'm – I'm starting to get on Ben's bandwagon. I'm going 18 Ben Kings. Oh, well, he's got he's got better numbers, better numbers than his brother. Eight eight possessions a game to seven, 11 goals to eight. Takes more marks. Well, I'm still confused which one plays which side <laughs> at the moment, but they look a lot like Max's I, St Kilda. I reckon you'd be hard pressed to if they swapped jumpers for a day and they went and played at each other's team. I don't reckon most people would notice. That'd be a good little good stitch up. Hey, what about this one? This is an exciting one. 18 Isaac Rankins, Rankies, Rankin, Rankins. I can't believe I've said that. I've just read it out. Rankins versus 18. Matt, I can't believe I've said that. 18 Matt Rouse. Ooh, that is a very good one. Who are you going? Um, I just think at the moment, Matty Rowell, bigger tank, um, tough one. They're both great players. But just at the moment, yeah. I've seen more of Matty Rowell and I'd have to go Rowell. Yeah, mm. you, you've got to go Rowell because of those three games he had. And mm. I, I was going to go Rankin because I think Rankin's going to be a better goal kicker in his career. He's more of a natural forward. But Rowell kicked, Rowell kicked two yeah. goals three weeks in a row he did. from the midfield. But Rankin, gee, looks class. But just because I think around the ball – the contested footy, he's a bit of a bull. I'm going 18, Matt Rouse. Now, this is an interesting one here. And this is where this is the matchup that this game was uh, created for because it's very easy to do like for like. Yeah, yeah. But what about if you put 18 Rob Harveys up against 18 Plugger Lockets? Robert Harvey. Well, let's break it down. Let's break it down. I, I just don't think Plugger's going to be able to keep up with Robert Harvey and get enough of the football. I know, I know they've got a ruck contest, but... You still have to hit, win it when it goes to ground level. So it is going to hit the ground. After the ruck contest, yeah. it is going to hit the ground. And Robert Harvey would run a 2K time trial yeah. while Plugger was still on the first 400-metre lap. So <laughs> nah. for me, it's just pure aerobic capacity would oh. beat Plugger. You got that wrong because Plugger wouldn't have even done the time trials. <laughs> Can you imagine what it would have been like back in the day? He just wouldn't have done yeah. it. He didn't no. do it. He just went, took a bag of balls down, had some shots at goal. <laughs> he didn't do the time trials, Plugger. Um, I think you're right. It's hard yeah. to say that you're not going to take 18 Tony Locke. It's the best full forward in history. But play, having played against Rob Harvey, he was the best aerobic runner that I've seen play. But that ball goes forward into the Lockett forward line. Yeah, no, you're, in big trouble. Trouble. you're in big <laughs> trouble. You're in massive trouble. I was in my second year, and that was the second year of Harvey's um, Brownlow medals, playing out at Waverley. Remember, yeah. Waverley was massive. Yeah. Yeah. And he was carving us up. He'd had 26 in the first half. Um, and I went in and we were down by probably three or four goals. He went no, on to Harvey. Nobody could lay a hand. Yeah. And oh, I thought, as a young yeah. player, what can I do here? What can I do to make a difference? So I went into the coach's room to plough. And I said, plough, give me an opportunity. Harvey's out of control. I said, I want to go and tag him for the second half. Oh, you did. Um, oh, and God. as polite as he could, he, he said, <laughs> he said, no, we're not going to go down that path. And I can still remember Phil Malin, um, obviously Carlton player, Bulldogs yeah, player, he yeah. was a chairman of selectors at that stage, in the corner behind player, sort of going, <laughs> giggling at me as I walked out. Oh, I was just a young player who wanted to do something and I got shut down. You didn't know how fit he was, did you? Because if, if you went around the Tan um, Botanical Gardens and did a time trial, Nathan, what was your best time? 15.30. There is no doubt Robert Harvey would be sub-13. You would no. never have kept up with him. <laughs> uh, and now the last one, 18 Nathan Buckley's 
versus protege, 18, Scott Pendlebury's. Easy for me. Easy decision for one reason. Ooh. Now, in the midfield, it's a great battle. Probably even give... I might even give Pendlebury the edge around the contest just with his step. But Buckley was a better mark. Yep. And Buckley kicked more goals. So I reckon around the middle they break even, but Buckley would get him if he went forward. Exactly the same. I'm going to take Buckley. Hey, Brownie, you should be nervous. Got another photo of me, have you? Mm. Hi, kids. Well, Brownie, I said last week that I had found four incriminating photos of you. You have to be careful here because once you put something out... Onto social media, it lives there forever. <laughs> yep. I've got well, four kids who are going to see these photos at some point. I don't know what photos you've got left. I do remember doing a, a questionable photo shoot with Michael Dodge, and if they're the ones you've got, just be careful what you put out. Well, so how was? Do you want to recap last week's? Well, last week's was you were sort of standing in front of a Kurt Cobain photo. And that was fine. Nothing wrong hair, with that. And that wasn't too bad. You looking off into the distance, looking a little bit disgruntled, was was questionable. Yes. But I said, if you don't deliver clubs, I'm going to show these photos. You didn't deliver clubs. I delivered clubs. So, so what do we got this week? Huh? We have got another one now. If you again, if you're listening on the podcast, jump across to the uh, the Sportsbet social media pages and have a look at this one. But I'm going to do my best to describe it. It is Nathan Brown sitting over a form guide. The perpetual form. With poker chips, cards at $300. I'll tell you what, that was just a normal weekend, hub. Now, my kids have to see this stuff, what mate. What are you doing? My kids have to see. They're going to say, what are you doing, Dad? Why have you got chips? Why have you got cards? Why have you got money? They're actually going to say, what is that stuff there? So, By the time they're old enough, they won't even know what money so what, is. What were you? what sort of were you trying to portray to the it's public? It's obviously in the same photo shoot. I don't think this photo ever saw the light of day, to be honest, because I think they used the Kurt Cobain <laughs> right, one. Right, they did. Because I've got the same jacket on in this photo. What I was trying to portray, or what they were trying to portray me was, I used to write poetry. I was oh. one of the great poets. What, over a form guide? Sort of. And I used to love the punt. I wasted a lot of money when I was younger yep. on the punt. And now that I work for a betting agency, <laughs> I know how to punt a little bit smarter, and I'm better at it, hum. Jeez, you, that, you, you make mistakes as a young that man. Is be- I just oh. love the collect. It's just like, how much gambling can we cram into one photo? So here's some poker <laughs> chips, here's some cards, here's a form guide, and some cash. There was nothing else you could get in there. Rich, all I want to say, and thank you to you for finding that, <laughs> and Nathan, thank you to you for doing that photo. <laughs> All those years ago. Oh, there's more to come. <laughs> big, big show today, gentlemen. Jeez, a Taylor Mater on How board. Good. How good that is, is good. that? Don't forget, have a hit. The next brownie is photo. Is golf off at the moment? Uh, no, golf when is okay at the moment. Oh, Practice ranges well, and whatnot. So, but uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll head there once everything opens up. I'll get my balls. You'll get your club. So we're going to wrap up with a couple of hypotheticals. Yes. We like to finish up before we go. How many ducks would it take to kill a trained rhino? Or just a rhino. I don't know why I wrote trained rhino, but how many ducks would it kill to take to kill a rhino? I don't, it wouldn't happen. I'm going to say zero. What? I'm going to say they zero. 4,000 ducks could kill a rhino. No, they couldn't. <laughs> Weird, man. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Would you take... Now, this is a very uh, common one. I haven't made this one yeah. up myself. Would you take $10 million a year, but for the rest of your life, there is a snail trying to get you? And if this snail touches you, you die. And this snail can swim and fly and everything. So, like, well, he can't fly, but he can swim. So, right. basically, I give you 10 million bucks a year, but there's a snail coming to kill you. And if it touches you, you die. But I can kill it? No. What do you mean? It's, it's, a, it's a indestructible it's a, it's a snail, is yes, it? Yes, it's a So, you could be lying in bed at night asleep, and if that snail... If it gets you, yep. ta- No, I'm, I'm not taking the money. Yeah. If you're I don't scary, want to die. I you'd like, have, you'd I have like, to move every... I like being alive. I don't know how long it takes a snail to get... You, you have to move a lot. 
Would you do it? You'd have to wake Can yourself up. Can I catch up. the snail? No, and no, you can't. The snail. T- you already no. said you can't. You touch can't it. imprison it it's or just, anything. It's just a stupid. You know person. what you'd have to do before you went to bed? You'd have to check your bedroom and then set an alarm for every half an hour because yeah. I don't reckon the snail would get into your room and get you within half an you hour. You should be able to imprison it. No, well, that's just defies because it's very easy to capture a snail. Mm. Would you take the money then? Yes or no? You're not allowed to capture it. No. I can't look over my shoulder all the time. So what you have to do is you have to like fly to the other side of the country, spend six months, because then it would go, and then by the time it gets the Perth, fly back. Uh, <laughs> That's actually not bad logic. That's a good, I like that. Would you prefer a tree in your backyard that can grow beer? It grows beer cans every single day, and so like every week you get a yeah, new slab, yeah. and you, you know it's fr- whatever your favorite beer? beer, your favorite beer in the wild, or a, a Hugo's Grenache, whatever it is, yeah. or your dog live as long as a human. I'm not a dog man, well, you, so your cat. I'm taking the beer. Oh, the cat? Yeah. So the no, cat. I'm not. I want my cat to live a long As long life, as you yeah. I could have ended my dog's life yesterday when I walked through the house with turd on its feet. That was pretty disappointing. <laughs> and just and for some reason, my wife blames me. Like, I, I did not go outside and put him in shit and then brought him back in. So, I didn't do that. So you're taking the beer tree. Do you reckon the snail would, it wouldn't make it across you're the still Perth? still on the snail. No, but if it left Melbourne today, it would never make it to Perth. It would, no, eventually. No, it's, it's an immortal snail. It wouldn't make it. Why? What would happen to it? It's, that's a long way to Perth. Yeah, but it, it still theoretically can old, make it. It's not gonna, it doesn't run out of juice. And like, you're it's in an a, immortal a, snail. And an ageing home and you're 93 and you're yep. just about shot and you're sitting there and you can see this snail and you can't move coming from the other <laughs> side of the room. You'd be flat. You're a cactus, but you've had 10 million bucks a year for six, seven years. All right, that will do us, hey. Hey, big, well done. big show. Taylor made is on. We're very, big, very big happy. Show. If you're listening and you need golf clubs, there is only one golf club for you. It's Taylor made. We're on, boys. Hey, thanks. Hun. Please continue to give us like, comment, subscribe. Having a punt this weekend. Gamble responsibly.